This is the Freddie and Harry podcast on ESPN Radio. For someone who's owes us 70 bucks, you should really kind of watch your balances. tone there. Checks and balances. Just make yeah, sure. Make sure right. you get our check and balance out our bank account by the no $70,000. I don't want no check either, even though I know you know how to write it. Wrote that check today. <laughs> <laughs> Joyce hit us on the X. Those lateness fines better get paid. Harry ain't no joke. He seems like the type that would add penalties it. and interest and then talk trash like he does to his family. You better believe it. You can expect it all you want. We well, might right. have to get physical. <laughs> I know it was Devin Kane. No, he it better... wasn't. No, oh, it was it Devin? Mark Morales is the villain in this piece. Oh, no neck, Mark. I'm going to get you. Hey. And welcome to the best show on your radio. It is Freddie and Harry. Thank you very much. Necks are definitely included. Presented by Progressive Insurance on the ESPN app. Sirius XM Channel 80. Tune in until you're smart. Speaking of play ESPN radio, you believe Mark Morales. I'm, I was just way. joking, y'all. Mark does have a neck, okay? Right, Mark? Tell him. <laughs> yeah, I have a neck. Man, okay, okay. <laughs> man, you, you're moonwalking like the late Michael Jackson, dude. <laughs> Seriously, you are moonwalking like Motown 25 back in 1983. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Good Lord, as a matter of fact. We don't do any backpedaling on this show, but we always love to respond when you have something to say on the X at Coleman ESPN. And at H. Douglas 83, we had a conversation about eight minutes ago, give or take a lie or two, regarding Caleb Williams, his dad, Carl Williams, in an interview with GQ Magazine. He basically said that, hey, because the NFL wants parity, it's not a lock that my son is going to declare for the draft next year because the best team does not pick first. The worst team, the worst organizations, that's not a lock that's, that's going to sway him to say, I can be the number one pick in the draft. But not only Damon S. Butler, but also T. Money, they say, hey, we hear what you're saying about Caleb's dad. But then we have to step back and think. Archie Manning did the same and more for Eli with the Chargers. T-Money, Damian Butler, here's the deal. That was then. This is now. The NFL's never. I don't care who your daddy is or what your dad has to say. They are not going to allow a player and their family to dictate and switch things around. Like Eli Manning and Archie Manning able to do that. Where they got that flip, Eli goes to New York. Flip Rivers goes to the Chargers by flipping those draft picks back in 2004. Harris <laughs> like, yep, speechless. <laughs> you, you don't want to touch that? I ain't got nothing to say about it. You don't have anything to say about that? No. Wow. We broke a new ground on day three of this show. No, nah, look, I said I, I said what I said about it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> hey, just go out there. Your son is like that. Let him be the generational talent okay. that the orga- uh, organization is able to get okay. and change the makeup of that team. All right. Harry Douglas, speechless. Let me see. That is job one that we thought would never happen. <laughs> that going to the feedback email? Checks and balances. Inside joke, by the way, when Full it comes compliant. to how we make the show being aligned. So, wow, Harry Douglas, speechless. That was not brought to you by Freddie and Harry, but brought to you by Bear, who is awesome. Let me tell you why this Saturday. Let the Home Depot help you guide your projects and get your projects done right with Bear Premium Plus Interior paint but we do have nfl action starting tonight it is christmas day it's not christmas eve it's not thanksgiving day it is christmas day the nfl getting started tonight in 2023 as the detroit Lions go on the road to take on the kansas city chiefs by the way the chiefs are elevating tight end matt bushman from the practice squad for tonight's game travis kelsey who suffered an injury in practice on tuesday he's going to be a game time decision i know what it says about what's going to happen to kansas city but harry this is just me Certain guys like Patrick Mahomes, sometimes it's not who's not out there. It, it's who is out there and how he can make that work, no matter how great Travis Kelsey, who's an all-timer when it comes to being a tight end in the NFL. Yeah, he's that guy for a reason. And a lot of people say it when Tyreek Hill 
uh, wasn't on this football team that the Kansas City Chiefs were going to take a step backwards. All they did was go win the Super Bowl, yeah. and also Patrick Mahomes winning, won his second MVP award as well. Now, I get it. I understand that Travis Kelsey has been his number one. It wasn't Tyreek Hill. Um, but when you have a generational talent like Patrick Mahomes, and you, you say to that guy basically, we believe in you, you're going to figure it out. Mm-hmm. And it's not like he has scrubs over there. Do those wide receivers have to step up? Yes, I think Marquez Valdez Scantling is going to have a big game, but Kadarius Tony has to show up. Right. Sky Moore, Justin Ross, Justin Watson. One of those guys are going to have to play lights out football and show Patrick Mahomes that he can trust them. Not just tonight, but moving forward. I also think when you look at the, uh, those three running backs and Pacheco and Jarek McKinnon and uh, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, they're going to be able to be involved not just in the run game but also the pass game. But if you're the Kansas City Chiefs and you're a fan of that organization and you're the front office, you're like, okay, we have Patrick Mahomes for a reason. Mm-hmm. He is the best player in the National Football League. Right. Not just the best quarterback, the best player. And then you also look at your sidelines and you say, you know what, we also have Andy Reid who is the best coach in the National Football League right now. We trust those two guys. They're going to figure it out. I I still got to like my chances if I'm the Chiefs and if I'm a fan of that organization as well. Because it comes back to this. When people try to put it out there, and Harry, you know this, you have a brother who played who play in the NBA, you played in the NFL for 10 years. NFL professional athletes, male or female, are just wired differently. Yep. A guy like Patrick Mahomes always feels like he has something left to prove. The average person out there can put it out there and say no or yes. But when you're wired like that and you've gotten to a level that, in my opinion, he has not scratched the surface, in my opinion, when it comes to Patrick Mahomes, where he's going to land, where he's going to wind it. That's just me spitballing. I don't have a crystal ball or anything like that. I don't have a hot tub time machine going forward. I just go by what my eyes have seen, what this guy's been able to do to become a once-in-a-generational quarterback. So it's not so much now with Patrick Mahomes having anything left to prove? Because I think that answer is completely no. Yeah. But now when you start thinking about legacy mm-hmm. and stacking chips, Patrick Mahomes told everybody in the offseason, you think you're coming for us? We're coming for you even more than you coming for us. That should scare everybody. Well, that's that savage. That's that it factor. That's that, you know, I want to see my guy talk a little bit of smack. But even though it's, it's, it's probably different, he goes out on that football field and he backs it up. When Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs, they're playing any and everybody, you always feel like you're okay because you have that dude. When there's 13 seconds on the clock and you're down three points, it doesn't matter because you feel like you have a guy in Patrick Mahomes that can lead you down the field to kick a field goal and then get the ball in overtime versus the Buffalo Bills to go on and win that football game. When you're going against Joe Burrow last year in the AFC Championship game and Joe Burrow's 3-0 against Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs, you still you feel like you have that dude and he's able to make plays on one leg to propel them to a Super Bowl to go on to win their second one. You always feel like... Like, you have a chance no matter what the circumstances are because you have that dude. That's why the only thing I have for Jalen Hurts going into this season, Mm -hmm. because he's paid as such and we've seen how dynamic he was a season ago. Now when things aren't 100% correct, when things go haywire, now you got to be that dude that we've seen Patrick Mahomes be, that dude we've seen Joe Burrow be. You have to be that guy no matter what. You're able still to propel your team to a victory because you are that dude that they count on 1,000%, no matter the circumstances. That's Patrick Mahomes, and that's why I wouldn't be worried. Okay, I never do this because I wait till somebody's career is over, but 
I've heard that top five conversation, that top three conversation regarding Patrick Mahomes all time in the history of the NFL when it comes to playing quarterback. I'm thinking he's not even finished with the halfway point maybe of his NFL career. Yep. But what are your thoughts when people bring up, hey, if someone walks you to the street, hey, Harry, man, you my dog, man, love your show, man. Love what you and Freddie do each and every afternoon from 3 p. to 7 p.m. on ESPN Radio. But, man, 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 you know, is Mahomes a top five quarterback, Harry? What you got, man? What you got? What you got? What's your answer? I don't even care about top five. I think if Patrick Mahomes can get – uh, anywhere between four or five Super Bowls, he'll be the greatest of all time to ever play the game at that position. That's that's how I feel about Patrick Mahomes because he makes everything look so easy on the football field. We're talking mm-hmm. about a guy in his first year as a starter threw for 5,000 yards and 50 touchdowns, right? We're talking about a guy in the last five years hosted an AFC championship game mm-hmm. In every year. A guy who's, who's been to three Super Bowls and won two of those. A guy who's won two MVPs as well. So a guy that now? does but, but, things but, but, on a football but, but, field that we aren't accustomed to seeing on a regular basis. He makes the routine look easy as I don't know what. Or he makes the difficult right. look routine-ish. But where is he now, in your opinion? If his career ended right now, where is he now? And you know I hate to do for, that. For, and I hate, I hate, I, I, I'll be honest with y'all. I really hate answering stuff like this. Okay. I, I really do. I blame Shannon Penn because like, he wants to know. <laughs> Get off that fence right now. Where is he? Right no, now. Shannon, like, right I, now. I just, like, don't project. Don't project a couple years from now when he gets a couple more Super Bowls. Mm-hmm. Right now, he got two, right? You got two? Yeah. He's got and two. I'm still and I'm still going to project when he gets two, two more, uh, more Super Bowls where I feel like he'll be. All right, well, September 7, 2023, right now, wow. where's Mahomes? He's top five already. See, I don't do that because his career is not over. Yeah, I don't think I'm, that's fair. I'm, okay, I'm, I'm good. If his career fair. were to end right now, <laughs> would Patrick Mahomes be a top? Shannon, five we said we don't want to do that. That's stop trying you know, to force us. I'll do it right right now. It, it, I'll, here's, I'll, I'll throw it back at you this way. We, he, he's on that line. You're gonna put on that line with Brady, Montana, Elway, Peyton Manning. Peyton, yep. So Aaron Rodgers, A Rod. Yeah, yep. yeah. But don't forget about guys like Johnny Unitas back in the day who really kind of brought modern football to the table Eli when it comes Manning. to that. I'm not putting Eli Manning in that category. He may be Devin, the third best Manning. His, he may be the third best Manning in his family behind Archie and his, and his older brother Cooper. as far as that goes. And, oh, wow, that, then he's number four then <laughs> when, it comes to that, when it comes to Cooper. It, I would say right now he's six, in my opinion. I'm not putting him above Aaron Rodgers. Matter of fact, I'll put him seventh because I'm not putting him above Rodgers, Brady, Montana, Elway, I'm not putting him above those four. Okay. I'm not putting him over Aaron Rodgers. That's five. Right now, even though people are going to hate me for saying this, Dan Marino may be the best, best pure quarterback the league has ever seen. It's not Dan if Marino. If he played in today's age, my goodness. When you can't bump wide receivers and you, and you can't free reign at a quarterback, Man. it's not his fault he's got zero next to his name when it comes to winning world championships. And I go by, because Joe Montana backed me up on this last week. Mm-hmm. When somebody's the best pure quarterback you've ever seen, he didn't blink. He said, Dan Marino. He said, just because he didn't win four like I did or four like Terry Bradshaw or seven like Tom Brady, that guy was no joke at quarterback. He had no defense, had no running game. It wasn't his fault. They only can do so much. As of right now, those guys I'm putting above Patrick Mahomes. Five years, we have a different conversation. Right. He keeps doing this. But you ask for right now, he's number eight. So you, I got those guys number seven. Eight. All right, so you have him at, you said eight. You have him at number at eight. eight right now? I got now? seven guys ahead of him right now. All right, right cool. Now. You gave me a number eight. So, Harry, 
right now. Patrick oh, Mahomes. I tried to help you, Harry. <laughs> you don't got to give me the exact number like like Freddie, but you you can list off some quarterbacks. Is he top five right now? Folks if, like a nice round Patrick number. Patrick Mahomes get four or five Super Bowls, he going to be the greatest of all look, time. Look, Attaboy. if ifs was fifths, we all be drunk. That's not what I'm asking right now. <laughs> but, Jenny, you're not going to force me to give an answer I don't want to give. I get. I said what I said. If he gets four or five Super Bowls, then he gonna be the greatest of all time. You know, That's what I said. Harry, so Harry had him yeah. in the top ten. No, Harry, Harry. Based on your answer, now Shannon's finds a backup to seventy dollars, trying to force <laughs> you to say something you didn't want to say. He dropped down to sixty because we went past the time limit that we had. But now he's trying to enforce martial law, martial <laughs> Shannon law. It's back up to seventy right now, as far as that goes. <laughs> Harry Douglas, Freddie Coleman together. Appreciate you joining us on ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive Insurance. Insurance of motorcycles, boats, and RVs for protection on the road and on the water. See how much you can save at one eight hundred Progressive and Progressive dot com. Justin Jefferson touchdown. He's a superstar. He's unbelievable. Justin is the most complete wide receiver in the NFL. He has a way of being able to get open. That's just incredible. He says, give it to me. So we're going to do a little rinse or repeat. Not everybody makes the playoffs one year. We'll all make it the next year. So our man, Shannon Penn, back up to being $70 fine, Shannon Penn. Top five, Shannon Penn. Go ahead. More like more like seventy dollars, Shannon Penn. Yeah, you keep it up. It's gonna be eighty by the end of the segment. Top five. We're gonna find out from Shannon. He's gonna throw teams at us. Uh huh. And will these twenty twenty two playoff teams make it back to the postseason this year? We're not gonna do all fourteen, but it's gonna be a list. What five or six that you'll throw at us? Mm-hmm. All right. So Shannon Penn, the floor is yours to make sure that you can try to get your wage scale back down to sixty dollars. Let us know who these teams are. We'll let you know if it's rinse or repeat here on Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio. All right, well, you heard Justin Jefferson there. So, Freddie, I'll start with you. Rinse or repeat, <laughs> Vikings, will they make it back to the playoffs this season? Wow. You know, I'm, I'm going to say no because I think the Detroit Lions replace them and win the NFC North and that they are going to be kicked out. Now, there's always one surprise team that gets in that playoff race, and I think that team can knock out the Minnesota Vikings. So I'm going to say – that's going to be a rinse on the Minnesota Vikings, not a repeat. Yeah, I'm going to go rinse as well. When you look at all the close games that the Minnesota Vikings had to win a season ago, and then you look at their defense. Now, Brian Flores is now their defensive coordinator. I still think he's going to need his uh, his personnel for his defense. I don't think they're lethal like that on that side of the ball. Also, don't sleep on the Green Bay Packers in that division. You said that. I have the yeah. Lions winning that division, but if the Green Bay Packers can play up to their capabilities, they're going to be right there fighting for that for that division and winning it as well. All right, Harry, the next team on the list, rinse or repeat, 2022 playoff teams, whether or not they can make it back. This season, the Jacksonville Jaguars. What say you, Harry? Will they make it back to the play- playoffs this year? Why well, sound like you got an attitude with me? No, I'm just you better saying. lose that look, attitude. I look, I, you know, I just want to make sure. I don't know if the Jags were a top five AFC team last year, but I'm asking whether or not they'll be uh, in the playoffs this year. E- easy, you two, acting like you know the Boondocks brothers. Easy. This, you this two. is a, this is a dicey one because I still believe in the Tennessee Titans. Okay, but. Calvin Ridley is a chess piece when it comes to the Jacksonville Jaguars. So I'm going to go ahead and say yes. Um, I'm, I'm going to go yes. I'm going to go yes. It's repeat. They're going to win this division by three games. It's not going to be close. They're the only team. That, yeah, I, I know you love Tennessee. I understand. I know Mike Vrabel, the head coach of Tennessee, is probably hearing this right now saying, oh, we're going to show you, Freddie Coleman, with the way we're going to play. I still worry about Ryan Tannehill, a quarterback. And I still worry about how much they got to rely on Derrick Henry, who's still fantastic. And that defense is not the old kind of Tennessee defense that we're used to seeing. Jacksonville's going to win this game by at least three 
games. I beg to differ. Okay. You don't have to beg. You can just differ. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to beg. You know, yeah, I know you ain't too proud to beg like the temptation of TLC, but you don't need to beg on this program. You can just say, I, I differ. There we go. What you got, Shannon? All right, Freddie. Will the uh, Los Angeles Chargers make the playoffs this season? Yeah, that's a rinse on me with the Los Angeles Chargers because for their sake, I hope they're not dealing with a potential kind of what I like to call a curse of a team. Because they have all the talent in the world on both sides of the football. Mm-hmm. They got, in my opinion, a league quarterback when it comes to Justin Herbert. Their coach will not get in their way enough. So, to me, they're the second-best team in the AFC West. I'm fully rinsing on the Los Angeles Chargers. Now, I'm going to go repeat with this one because I think their schedule is kind of set up for them to make the playoffs. Now, what they do when they get into the playoffs, that's another story I for another re- day. I may say repeat, not rinse. I'm sorry. Sorry about that. Go oh, ahead. yeah. So, so I got, the, I got this team making the playoffs – I'm hoping that they actually can stay healthy this year, especially when they have dynamic people on the defensive side of the ball. Also, when you look at their offensive line, I like what they're building with this team. Can Kellen Moore be that guy to get Justin Herbert playing even better football? And we've seen some good football from him already. All right, Harry, what about the Miami Dolphins? Rinse or repeat, will the Dolphins make the playoffs again this season? This is another dynamic one because if Mm -hmm. we knew 100% that Tua Tungvaloa was going to be healthy, healthy, this team is easily a contender. But I don't know that. So I'm going to go rinse because I only have two teams coming out of that division. Okay. I'll say repeat. I think three teams come out of the AFC East. It's going to be the Jets, the third, Dolphins will be second, and the Buffalo Bills will be first. It is fair, completely accurate to say, will Tua Tungvaloa play a full 17 games? I don't think he will, but I don't think he's going to miss the majority of the season. What happened towards the end of the year with the Miami with the Miami Dolphins? We know about their offense, but Christian Wilkins does not get enough credit for being one of the better defensive ends in the National Football League. That guy can run from sideline to sideline, knock down people, and I love the pick of a David Long Jr. at the inside linebacker position. He is a guy that is a heat-seeking missile, running down people. Xavier Howard leading that secondary. I'm going to say that's a repeat with the Miami Dolphins. They're back in the playoffs in 2023. All right, a couple more teams here. Freddie, what about the Seattle Seahawks? Rinse or repeat, will the Seahawks make it back to the playoffs again this season? Repeat, and it could be very sneaky because it's supposed to be Eagles, 49ers, Cowboys, and the rest of them in the NFC. Seattle, to bring some memory to your memory, they did not back down, and they were not afraid of the 49ers playing in their building in that playoff game. They just were too young and not ready. But that's a team that could really throw a thorn into the – Axis, that is Eagles, Cowboys, and the 49ers in the NFC separating themselves from everybody else. Yeah, I'm going to go repeat. When I look at their defense, the deficiency was the run defense, right? They brought over Jan Reed back to this team. They went and got Draymond Jones. Bobby Wagner is back. They have the Legion of Boom 2.0. And then when I look at Geno Smith and what he was able to do, I don't think it was a fluke. And then they drafted Jackson Smith and Jigba. They have young running backs. So this is a team that can be, I won't say sneaky good, but can sneak up on a lot of people and do things further than what a lot of people are expecting. So I'm going to go repeat. All right, Harry, last team on the list looking at teams who made the playoffs last year and whether or not they'll make it again this year. Harry, my New York Giants. Hell no. Rinse or repeat. (laughs) Rinse them. Rinse them. Hell no. Really? But here's the thing. Here's the thing. It's not because the Giants won't be better as a team, uh-huh. because I do believe they're going to be better as a football team collectively. Okay. I just think their first eight, nine games are so difficult that they could have a losing record really, really early, and things cannot be looking so good when it comes to the playoffs for them. 
their first eight games. Cowboys at home at Arizona. That should be a win. At San Francisco, that'll be a loss. Home versus Seattle, that could be a loss. At Miami, at Buffalo, home versus Washington. Division games are never easy. And home versus the Jets. That is the first eight games for the New York Giants. It is brutal. I'm still going to say repeat. I think they find a way because I'm a big believer in Brian Dable. I think we get even more to Daniel Jones in this season. They added weapons. Of Darren Waller, tight end. I can't believe a Cowboys fan sticking for the Giants organization. I feel, I feel bullied right now. Excuse me? <laughs> <laughs> wow. You poor baby. First world 21st century problems. Because <laughs> Harry Douglas. I'm going to say repeat. I'm going to believe in Brian Dable. I, he's a terrific, terrific coach. I like Darren Waller, Jalen Hyde. I think he'll figure it out a little bit early on. They'll manage that schedule early, and then after that, I think they'll be fine. I think three teams still come out of the NFC East and get to the playoffs. He is the bullied Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Coleman, not bullying him. I'm Freddie and Harry presented by Progressive Insurance. We got a latest update on Travis Kelsey's availability tonight. Uh-oh. And who's going to defend Russell Wilson from all you haters? All he needs is me. That's next on ESPN Radio. The Freddie and Harry Podcast. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. He's Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Coleman. I always appreciate you joining us on Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio, as well as the ESPN app, SiriusXM Channel 80. And don't forget about us by telling your smart speaker to play ESPN Radio. Who wins tonight? Is it going to be the Detroit Lions or the team that won it last year? That may not have two plays or opener this year when it comes to Kansas City. Let us know at triple eight, say ESPN, eight 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 seven two nine three seven seven six. Who wins opening night in the NFL tonight between the Lions and the Chiefs and why? Let us know at eight 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 seven two nine three seven seven six. And here's the latest regarding Travis Kelsey. Injured his knee on Tuesday at practice, said it was a bone bruise and a hyperextension. According to Ed Word, ESPN NFL insider, sources told him that Travis Kelsey is pleading his case with head coach Andy Reid and the trainer Rick Burkholder to play him tonight against the Lions, despite that hyperextended knee he suffered in the team's final practice that happened two days ago. Yeah, you're talking about a guy who 
what, since 2014, hasn't missed a game in the National Football League, right? So, Due to injury, yeah. Yeah, he's, exactly. He's, they sat him down for rest, but yep. he's never missed one because of injury. But uh, and it goes back to what I said earlier. Sometimes as players, and being a former player, we have to be protected by people that see a bigger picture. Because we instantly want to get out there and be there for our team and ball out, but – you can't sacrifice Travis Kelsey for the entire year for one game where there's a 16 more games on your schedule. Mm-hmm. And for Kansas City, when you look at this organization, especially what they've been able to do the last five years, the thing that matters to most of them is being able to lift up that Lombardi trophy and bring it back to the Kansas City Chiefs organization. But also I would say this, even a Travis Kelsey, not 100%, Here's a little bit what I'm worrying about because I, I don't know the extent of the injury is the releases that he's so dynamic with at the line of scrimmage when uh, a defensive player is trying to play man coverage. The crisp route running ability of Travis Kelsey in which he looks like a wide receiver when he runs routes. Mm-hmm. The yards after catch. Think about how dynamic Travis Kelsey has been these last five years being paired up with Patrick Mahomes when he gets the football in his hands. There's not many people, if I don't think there's anyone better than Travis Kelsey the last five years in doing so. So you're going to lose some of that. That's going to be minimized because of the knee injury. But when you look at his pairing with Patrick Mahomes, the trust, and trust is a big word, the security blanket that he is. Also the magic that him and Mahomes have been able to make on this journey together, the red zone dominance, the unspoken language where Patrick Mahomes just reads the body language of Travis Kelsey because they've been doing it so long. And they not just, you know, Patrick Mahomes trusting him, but Travis Kelsey trusting Mahomes that he's going to find them no matter what. Those are the type of things that are going to be compromised tonight if he's out there or if he's minimized a little bit. One of the things about Kansas City, they've shown they always have great adaptability. It's not a plug-and-play team. But they also know that next man up mentality has really worked for them, no matter who it's been. But this is different. It's one thing that you can try to practice your quarterback and other people. They have not had to worry about not having Travis Kelsey out there. They've gone without a wide receiver here, wide receiver there, running back here, running back there. They won a couple of games and Patrick Mahomes got injured when he had that injury a couple of uh, three seasons ago. And Matt Moore stepped in and played pretty well for mm-hmm. them. And not, not Matt Moore, who's the other guy? The, uh, Elvis um, Gerback was the one that stepped in for him. That whoever the backup quarterback was, his name's escaping me right now, but they're able to win those games without Talk him. Talk about Chad Henney? Chad Henney, thank you. Yep. Chad Henney. I, I knew if I got to enough older quarterbacks, I'd find the right that one. Dra- that was but, my draft class. Oh, you, you t- calling us old. You is. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. I you. is. You is. We is. Right. That is. That's how it goes, as, as, <laughs> as, as a matter of fact. But now not having him, you always had a stabilizing force that even you had the quarterback guy like Patrick Mahomes, at least you had Travis Kelsey to throw to. But if anybody can overcome that, it's one thing. It's going to be harder to me tonight overcoming losing Chris Jones and not having him there whenever he's going to come back than to Travis Kelsey because at least you got a quarterback back there that can make plays for other guys and other guys to step up. Chris Jones not having on the defensive line, that puts an inordinate amount of pressure on guys to step up because you can't fulfill that production. You can find ways to mix and match on an offense, even though you don't want to miss Travis Kelsey for more than a minute. But Chris Jones is different, especially in the Lions team that will run the football. And if you can't generate a pass rush, then Jared Goff can dial it all over the place like we saw the final eight games of the regular season for Detroit last well, year. Well, I would say you look at the mindset of their head coach, Dan Campbell, right? He's a gritty guy, physical. I want to punch you in the mouth. I want to move a man from point A to point B against his will. 
I want you. I want to put you in a, a, a submission type form, right. right? And you look at that offensive line. That's one of the best in the National Football League. And then you look at David Montgomery at the running back position. Mm-hmm. You look at Jameer Gibbs, who's dynamic, who can line up and run the football, but also can line up in the slot and do a lot of different things. When you don't have a Chris Jones in the middle of that football field, who you don't have to do draw up things for and make him go on D-line stunts who could just beat double teams because he's that dude. Right. He's him. That's what the young kids say. He is him. He's yeah. that guy. He him. You're going to you're going to miss that. And it will be it will be sad if the Detroit Lions can't run the football effectively in this football game. And I think that's something they're going to try to test early on and try to take advantage of because Chris Jones isn't going to be there. But look for this team to try to come out and be very, very physical right. and play bully ball against the Kansas City Chiefs, the defending Super Bowl champions. We'll go out to Kansas City in 20 minutes and get an update on Travis Kelsey. According to Ed Werder, ESPN NFL insider, he has been petitioning, pleading with head coach Andy Reid and trainer Rick Burkholder to play him tonight despite the hyperextended knee injury he suffered in the team's final practice two days ago. We'll go to Kansas City and get the latest on that here on Freddie and Harry in about 20 minutes with Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Coleman. And how did Russell Wilson – Quarterback, at least for now, the Denver Broncos respond to people saying he's not tough enough with his team. Uh, yeah, I think you got him in your back pocket sometimes. Yeah. I think that. Find out how he found out and ended that thought next on ESPN Radio. The Freddie and Harry Podcast. He's Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Coleman getting our hustle on on Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio as well as the ESPN app. Series XM Channel 80. Don't forget about us on TuneIn. And tell you, smart speaker to play ESPN radio. We keep getting reports real quick about that. It looks like Travis Kelsey is not going to play tonight. We're seeing plenty of reports on X and also Instagram. Until we get it official from the NFL Insider, either on our network or other networks. But right now, Travis Kelsey, according to Edward, ESPN NFL Insider, he was really begging and pleading, really putting his case out there to Andy Reid and the trainer to get out there tonight versus the Detroit Lions. But as of right now, we have not heard any official word if he's still going to be questionable or out for game one tonight for the Chiefs versus the Lions. And you look at the magnitude of the game because they're coming off that Super Bowl victory and the ceremony and how things are going to be. It's going to be electrifying in Arrowhead Stadium. And, you know, a lot of people are saying that the Detroit Lions are the team that's up and coming and, you know, I'm pretty sure Travis Kelsey wants to be a part of mm-hmm. making sure they aren't that team in game one and people are talking about them next week. So, you know, the drilling is the drilling a drill. Say it for me. Freddie. Adrenaline. I can't get it out of my mouth. I'm here for you. Brother. It's going to be rushing. And I know Travis Kelsey is going to try to do any and everything for him to be out there on that football field. But sometimes it's OK. Yeah. To just sit down. And understand that you have a full season ahead of you. Yeah, and you got 10 days to go after tonight for the next game. But although on the sidelines tonight, he's going to look like that kid that did not get the new pair of pants for Sunday school or for the first day of school. Mm-hmm. He's going to be so boost-facing the sidelines just standing there because he loves to play. He wants to be out there. And it's be the and first he loves three. football. And he loves football. He loves football. the game. And football loves him yep. because it is better when he's out there. But it's not worth the risk. We'll see exactly what the update is regarding Travis Kelsey not playing or playing tonight for the Kansas City Chiefs, kicking off the NFL season tonight against the Detroit Lions in Kansas City. As hurt as he is when it comes to Travis Kelsey, it can't be any worse than the hurt feelings when it comes to Russell Wilson, <laughs> quarterback of the Denver Broncos. Seth Wickersham of ESPN.com put out an article in which Russell Wilson in the offseason was called out by his coach, and I'm paraphrased by saying, what are you running for Congress, running for political office? You need to stop – Sleeping, kissing babies. And like I said, I'm paraphrasing. I do not want to get fired on the third day of Freddie and Harry. 
Well, Russell Wilson, I'm sure you heard about it. And this is what he had to say about it in terms of maybe you want me to be something that I'm not. Uh, yeah, I think you got them in your back pocket sometimes. Yeah. I think that, um, listen, I, I'm, I'm used to the, uh, I'm used to uh, some, of the, some of those who believe and some of those who doubt. I think that when you're, um, you know, you're playing high, high stakes and playing um, and, you, and you, you know, dream to be the, the best that you can possibly be every day, um, there's always going to be people that question whether you can do it or not. And I think I've proven that, you know, throughout my career, what I can do. And uh, i got to do it again. You know, that's, just, that's just the name of the game. Every time I step into the white lines, there's always something to, to show, something to prove. But more importantly, God gave me a gift, and I just want to prove him right. You know, uh, every time I get to step on the field, uh, it's a great gift to be able to play this game. And you work your butt off every day, all, all of us together. Um, and we want to do it for our team and do it together. And it's not about me, but it's just – you know, it's, it's really about us, you know, playing at the highest level and winning for this organization. If you get a chance out there, Google the video of that and see how uncomfortable Russell Wilson, Harry, looked trying to explain Russ being Russ, but maybe that's not good enough, not just for the fans, but for his new coach in Denver when it comes to Sean Payton. Well, when you look at a guy like Russell Wilson and what he's been able to do throughout his career, and Damian Woody made a great point this morning on Get, on get Up. He mentioned and said, what organization gives up a franchise quarterback if they think he's that guy? And that's what the Seattle Seahawks did, right? They traded Russell Wilson to the Denver Broncos and got a load for that. But also, um, when you look at Russell Wilson and you haven't heard all these things in the past in his career, well, a lot of things can be covered up when you're winning. Mm -hmm. But when the Denver Broncos give up a lot and then his teammates feel like, He's not one of the guys, and he doesn't do things with them, and he's isolated off somewhere somewhere, uh, somewhere else, separated from everyone else, and you lose, and then it doesn't look right between the white lines, like Russell Wilson just said, or just mentioned, then it's going to be criticism because that microscope is on you because you are the guy that's supposed to be the engine. You are the guy that's supposed to make everything go. Uh, it was a few years ago, a lot of people, like we're saying with the New York Jets, that the Denver Broncos were a quarterback away. Right. Right. And last year, things just didn't look right. From Russell Wilson to the offensive line to Nathaniel Hackett being awful for that football team. But when it comes to Russell Wilson, he has an opportunity this year under Sean Payton to make things look right. Right. And to make the Denver Broncos fans be a believer. And also, you know, gain the stewardship of his teammates and have those guys view him in a different light if he goes out there and performs at a high level. I don't think the criticism of Russell Wilson is harsh because you can take it any way you want. It, it, it's not going to be – there's no such thing. As, there are different levels to criticism. I mean, he played I terrible. So. Yeah, <laughs> he did play terrible. I'll say the criticism is inaccurate. Not when him, with him playing terrible, and they were 4-11-1 last year. I think it's inaccurate because you're asking him to be something he can't be, that he's not comfortable in being. Everybody can't be that way. You've seen P- – P- Joe Montana was not like that. In terms of being that dog, and he wasn't forced with his personality, but he got it done in the football field. And that's what you're going to see. People want Russell Wilson to be what they honestly think he should have been a while ago with Seattle. And now he's with another team, and it's not happening again. And now you got a, a road dog like Sean Payton who knows what he wants for his quarterback. Well, Sean Payton is pretty sharp. If he didn't do his homework on Russell Wilson and trying to make him that way, then that's a failure on Sean Payton's part. 
more than Russell Wilson trying to be something that he's not and not succeeding with the Denver Broncos in but, year but two. But I would say this, because uh, you mentioned Joe Montana and Herm, Herm Edwards was his coach in Kansas City. They still felt like they had that guy, even though Joe Montana was late in his career and he went to another team. Right, he had to get to the wall. That, that's, that's a difference with Russell Wilson right now in the Denver Broncos. Yeah, that's they fair. thought before the season he was going to be that guy, but that's that fair. wasn't displayed on the football field in 2022. Yeah, and if you're Russell Wilson, I can't imagine what that must be like in a locker room oh, where you feel as if everybody, well, not everybody, but too many people are against you, but they need you to be the kind of quarterback that you're supposed to be if they're going to be better in year two and you can get back to that level that we saw when we were talking about him being an elite quarterback more than a couple of years with the Seattle Seahawks in the land of Elway and Peyton and Wilson. Stay tuned with this in Denver. Stay tuned for the latest when it comes to Kansas City and not having or having Travis Kelsey on the field tonight in the opening of the season against the Detroit Lions. He's Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Coleman. This is Freddie and Harry, and this is ESPN Radio. Thanks for listening to the Freddie and Harry podcast on ESPN Radio. You can also listen to Freddie and Harry live weekdays from 3 to 7 Eastern on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and on Sirius XM Channel 80. You can also watch and listen on the ESPN app, the Freddie and Harry podcast.